Well, bugger me sideways. Brian Blessed here. The almost 30-minute quiz show is hilarious. Find them on all trusted podcast providers. Subscribe now. Bollocks. I've been goose, darlings. Get off. Get Don't touch my ass. Mark's been reminiscing, and we're about to hear the fruits of his labour, like the time he starred on Romanian late-night TV, and the time he was picked up by a Ukrainian taco maker. And there'll be all the usual features. We'll tell you about some of the world's weirdest museums, and we'll let you decide if your hometown is shit. So come fly with us on the corona-free, almost 30-minute quiz show. (laughs) Hi, David. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if I'm losing my mind, but I've been a wondering. bit... Wondering. I know, I've been nuts for years. No, but this whole, this whole corona thing... Which reminds me, I've run out of peanuts. Peanuts, yes. Just... Well, you, well, if you'd have saved some for during the program... Then again, eating peanuts whilst broadcasting is problematic because it dries your mouth out and you'll spit all over the... No mic. jokes about a mouthful of nuts Thank at you. this point. Thank you, Mark. By the way, we got praised for our last episode because apart from the final section, it was clean. Yes. Um, my, my real estate agent, who I occasionally work with, or estate agent, or whatever we want to call him, said he really liked it, but he wants more porn in it, despite the fact it was clean. <laughs> so, two of our female listeners, who've listened from day one, at least one of them... Both you mean both of our female both, uh, Yeah, all, all our audience. They, they both said they much prefer it as a cleaner thing. So, so, we'll compromise. David will be clean, and I'll say fuck off a lot. <gasps> Mark. Sorry. Do you think we should... Uh, By the way, have you seen on the mic... The little symbol for on looks like a bottom. Mark, do you think we should ask uh, people to write in about whether they want clean or dirty? We might get confused with the laundrette next door, though. <laughs> it's called clean or dirty. That's actually a really good name. The almost 30-minute laundrette. It's <laughs> very good. What else do we need to talk about before we start? The lack of news over the last few weeks. It's been so difficult. Normally, there is news gushing everywhere that we can look and take the mickey out of. Well, look, it's just very samey and... Uh, so, okay, here's my criticism then of, of those people in the news business. As you know, I've been one of them, is that we only focus on Western news. countries, big disasters, etc., etc. Maybe there's interesting stuff and happening. And celebrity. Yeah. Maybe there's interesting stuff happening in Papua New Guinea right now. But we don't know because we don't look at it. Because there aren't enough people paying advertising revenues in Papua New Guinea. You may say that. You may say that, but in, during the advert break, when you can buy Papua New Guinea toilet paper... <laughs> but seriously, it's... Uh, no, it's, it's it, like... But the, the big news stories over the last three months, the Black Lives Matters movement, because Black it's... Black Lives Matters. Black Lives Matter Man. movement. Black Lives Matters movement seems to have disappeared slightly. It's on the back burner now. People have stopped wearing badges. People right. have stopped wrecking statues for the week. Right. Or, or it's not newsworthy and people are still out there wrecking statues. However, I did notice on the, in the English football games over the last few days that uh, players are still taking the knee. They are, but the people doing the um, commentary and, yes. and the, the colour commentary on it are not wearing their badges anymore. Or right. some have gone to the original FIFA kick it out badges. I think there were very few people wearing the Black Lives Matter. Right. Black Lives Matters. You're really struggling with that, aren't you? I am. It's because I'm a racist, I'm sorry. <laughs> really. Shall we get to the, the questions for today? Go on then. Okay, you're first, I believe. For a change. Yes. Question number one. Which country has an airline called Avianca? And the second one. Who sang, can you fix it? Yes, we can. 
Say it again. That was good, that. Can you fix it? Yes, we can. I like that. It's a shame you can't sing it. <laughs> I can. Is that singing? No, I can sing it if you want. Go on. Can you fix it? Dog's yes, running. we can. Your dog's gone running. Absolutely. Question number three. Which food-related museum is located in Port Talbot in Wales? And number four. Who sang? I don't know this one, so I can't sing it. Small town boy. Na, 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 na. Small town it's boy. It sang very high-pitched. Small but town boy. I'll, I'll give you a kick later, and then we can do it. And question number five. Which famous footballer promoted impotence awareness in 2002? Question number one. Which country has an airline called Avianca? Is it European? No. Is it South American? Yes. Is it Brazilian? No. Is it big country or little country? Average sized for South America. Is it country with a dictator in charge? or? Um, it does have a democracy, however how clean that democracy is and how long the presidents last before they get Colombia. Correct. <laughs> Very nicely described. Are we going to get sued by the Colombia Tourist Board or something? No, but we'll be shot by some large drug cartel in Medellin or wherever so they have are. Have you had a Yanka? Have a what? Avianca. No, no, but I had to pick an airline that sounded rude, and that was the closest, <laughs> Avianca. You've been rude twice now in this programme. No, but I haven't actually said what Avianca sounds like, okay. because that would be too rude. Go on. What? No, but well, well, it sounds like wanker. <laughs> but why do you want me to say that? I don't you want me to keep it clean. Move the conversation along is where I was headed with this. Airlines, travel. Yes. yes. We decide to talk about travel because we should be on holiday by now. We really should. It's, we should, no, it's July. Mean? We should have been back two months. Yeah, I've 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 cancelled two holidays, three holidays even if you count a staycation. Right. And um, so we're going to reminisce about holidays because we're just missing planes <laughs> and bars and. Yeah. Seasides and well, football. Think, are we going to give it a bit of news context first, or are we just going to reminisce? You can give it some news context. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Okay, let's well, reminisce then. So the European Union, for starters, has said certain countries are allowed to fly in and certain other countries aren't, mm-hmm. uh, based on their coronariness. I think it's at 100 cases a day, yeah. was the, the, and they're going to check it every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Except a country like China where they said, China, you qualify, but this has to be reciprocal and you've got to allow all of our airlines into your country as well. And we don't trust your 100 a day anyway. Yes, which I thought was very iffy on the part of the European Union. So I think 14 out of the European Union countries have got what they call air bridges now, which allow them to fly to each other, mainly Western Europe. Mm. And I think Portugal and Britain have had a little bit of a spat. So Brits can't go to Portugal, which is problematic for the Champions League, which is going to be in Portugal. Coming up. That having been said, it's only the footballers and the immediate entourage, who I'm sure will be allowed in. Yeah, but they don't want to spend 14 days in quarantine. Right, it will keep all of the fans out, which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. Um, one of my work colleagues, a lady by the name of Oti, who's Finnish, um, is trying to get back... Does she like biscuits? What, Oti meal? Oti biscuits. What are Oti biscuits? They're like oat-type biscuits. Oh. oh, you don't call them Oti biscuits. Are they Finnish? finished all of them <laughs> Theory me. so she I mean, it's actually a serious story she's got to get back for a funeral right now she's flying um, as we're speaking and for her to find an appropriate flight was a nightmare and there was a possibility of her having to make four flights within Europe in order to get to Finland for this funeral 
the main German carrier, Lufthansa, was flying, wasn't flying, was flying, wasn't flying. And she kept having to change her bookings. Uh, I did suggest to her she fly through Minsk because, as we know, the Belarusians basically don't care about corona. Although... They, they, they are recording quite a high amount of tests now. No, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. That was the last place we went together, wasn't it? Belarus. No, Hel- Finland. Hell, Finland. Hell, Finland. <laughs> Finsky. It was lovely, actually. We had that nice sauna in, in this like, loft okay. apartment. All right. Oh, so if we re- if we re- are, are reminiscing, we won't talk about the sauna and, and our mate JC, who was very embarrassed about the fact that we were all naked in a sauna together. I had my towel on. Well, Just it didn't quite go around me. I showered with the two of you still in the sauna, which was Anyway, but, this is but, more than our listeners no, want to hear. There was that funny story in Finland, wasn't there? Oh, the drunk lady with the zip. The drunk lady, and you were all over her. I was also quite drunk. <laughs> and the, anyway, this this rather well-endowed lady came up to me in Finland and asked me to do up her zip. And she was drunk. And her, her zip of her, um, what do they call it? Gillette. Gullet, Cagool. Cagool coat. And she was rather drunk, and I was rather drunk. And I must have spent a good 10 minutes trying to do up this zip while she breathed vodka on me. Uh, there was While being filmed, wonderful, uh, which is now being held against me. Yes, wonderful fumbling was had by all, but it's not the not only me, not me, yes. wife. Honest, sorry. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yes, our, our wives do. It was accidental. So um, we've got a couple of minutes to, to go, so we better hurry up. Uh, a couple of other stories that we did in the intro, so we better mention them. We went to a free football game on a council estate to watch Juventus in Bucharest, but it wasn't Juventus, as in the best-known team in Italy. No, at the time we were there, in the Romanian third division, there was a team called Juventus Bucharest or Juventi Bucharest. And they played in black and white stripes like Juventus. And we found this game. It it was the only game going on in Bucharest. I think we got on the tram, couldn't work out how to pay for a ticket. So So we got that for free. So we stole a ticket ride. We're sorry, and we'll send the money. And this football ground is in the middle of this massive council estate. We got in. There was no charge for the tickets. There were about, what, 1,500 people at the game? 2,000 people? I don't think there were that many. A few hundred. Nice game of football. I yeah. only got stopped once for fireworks fired into the um, opposing bench. Right. Uh, sorry, at half time, everybody went home for a cup of tea in their, their in council, the council house. We, we should also point out we were sort of shown to our seats. We didn't have fixed seats, but because they thought we were scouts scouting, or journalists, yeah, they put us over the centre circle on the, the main stand, which was very nice. And gave us a programme. Yes, for free. For free. Yep. So we're leaving at the end, and they bring the tunnel out to let the players go back in, and that blocks our exit. So we're stood watching all the players being interviewed on television and we're in the background. And again, they, they still sort of think we're, we're somebody. So we, we get these nice spots at the, at the front while they're interviewing. They interviewed the star player and we, we went out in the evening. We finally went home, went out in the evening. We're in this bar and then we're watching the telly in the middle of Bucharest. And lo and behold, who's on telly? Mark! And you. I was over yeah, as well. Yeah, you were stood next to me. We were both on oh, telly. And the barman you. spots us on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing there? <laughs> and then we got a free meal and free drinks. So that was a fun one. But, but Bucharest as a whole, not so recommended. No. But we also had fun in a bar in Kiev, if I remember. Uh, so Although, a, yeah, yeah. You had fun. I, I feared for my so life. So we were, we were already pretty tipsy. This was late, late. Saturday night, I think, about two in the morning. No, Thursday night. We've gone to see a football game. It was, oh, you're right. It was right. Um, Dinamo Kiev against Ren. Ren, Stad Ren. As, as you do. And we went into this uh, pub and we'd next, had a few. Next to the football ground. And uh, this chap walks in. Well, when I say walk, he came in initially with friends, but I think they 
Well, he probably followed them, as yeah, we found yeah. out later. He was very, very creepy, and he heard us speaking English. No, no, what? he didn't. What we did is we were trying to order from the menu, and we right. couldn't speak Ukrainian. Yeah. So we photocopied it or into our Google oh, Translate, right. and then we got it to talk to the barmaid. So the barmaid was hearing this long thing in Ukrainian about what we wanted to drink and eat, and that we couldn't stop laughing. And right. this guy came up, and he goes, are you laughing at me? In, in pretty good English. Yeah. And then proceeded to sit with us. And he didn't leave for two hours while he, he told he, us about his life. He groped you a bit. He groped me. He told us that if we were Russian, because he was Ukrainian, he would kill us. And then when the police came in, armed police came in to take other people away, we were like waving at the police. Yeah. And they just smiled and waved back <laughs> and left us with this guy. And he, he's a doctor. He was a surgeon. Right, he claimed to be a general surgeon. A, a very drunk surgeon. You really wouldn't want to... I mean, he right. would kill me by operating but, on me. But he also told us that for the time being, he was running a... Yeah, he didn't make enough money from surgery, so he ran a taco bar at Kiev Central Station. <laughs> and that wouldn't be fine. He was just about to go away. And then David, who had drunk way too much vodka, <laughs> suddenly decided to shout out masturbatorium at him, which had him in stitches. Him being David, me in stitches. <laughs> And we got another hour of this guy fondling so, us. No, and at that point, the guy thought we were laughing at him, which we really were. And if you're listening now, Dr. Taco, we, we apologise for <laughs> and, the... And next time we're in Kiev, we promise to come to your to taco, taco place. Yes. <laughs> oh, I miss holidays. Hi, folks. Donald Trump here. If you want a terrific impression of me, I mean really terrific, like the one on the almost 30-minute quiz show, then don't get a low-energy loser, Okay. You need Frank Falzone, a fantastic voiceover guy who I've known all my life, okay? He's great, terrific, great friend, really good guy. Frank is exclusively on Fiverr.com and will make your voiceover great again. Avoid your voiceover being a total disaster and win bigly with Frank Falzone, okay? He's terrific. Number two. Mark, who sang, Can You Fix It? Yes, we can. Okay, so you know the lyrics. Yes. What's it from? Um, is it Morrissey and the Smiths? Close. Oasis? No, but you were right with... Mr. Blobby. Uh, Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder, correct. So Bob the Builder sang it, but did Bob the Builder actually sing it, or was it a human being? No, Bob the Builder's real. Oh, fair and enough. And Santa Claus. Yes. And God. You don't get splinters off or Santa Claus or God. Well, I don't know. On the pews in church. Yes. So the answer is? Bob the Builder. Yes, but who sang it? Bob the Builder. All right. The answer is Bob the Builder then. There wasn't a human being involved. Neil Morrissey was the voice of Bob the Builder. Ah. But he magically made Bob the Builder sing it. All by himself. Amen. Do you believe in fairies? Yes, obviously. In this modern time, I believe everybody can identify however they want. Good point. Well answered. I will explain in a minute. But the clue is in, can you fix it? Can you? Fix it? Yes, we can. So it's time for our wrap-up of stories from around the world. And I'd like to take you to Bossia City. They do have great names in the United States of America. Um, Bossia City is in Louisiana, uh, in the Deep South. And uh, a young gentleman, I use the term gentleman loosely, by the name of Kevin Wise... Um, Wise, there's a good name. Promised, indeed, well, not, not really in this case, promised his TikTok followers 
I don't even know what that means. It's a Chinese app where people stand there and dance and look like knobs and and the Chinese government steal all their information. So he said if he gets 2,000 likes, he would enter the local fishing store, a bass fishing store, and dive into the fish tank. Lo and behold, he got way more and he told the police that he didn't want to lie. So he did it. He's swimming with the fishes. Yes, I think he's swimming with the fairies. So, getting back to Bob the Builder, can you fix it? The yes, we can. The important news this week is US rapper Kanye West is going to stand to be President of the United States. And he's already got two endorsements. Strangely, one of them is his wife, and the other one is Elon Musk. So he's got two. He needs another 150 million people to vote for him. He unfortunately has missed the registration to stand as a Republican, even though he's a big supporter of Donald Trump. And he's missed the registration date for the Democrats. And he's missed the registration date for quite a few states in America. But he's still going to stand. He did promise in 2015 he would stand, but decided to put it off. But there is somebody already registered called Kanye D's Nuts West. And that's not him? No. Uh, And apparently the address of Kanye D's Nuts West is 1977 Gold Digger Avenue. But let's hope he doesn't win. Because if he does win, he'll rename the White House the West Wing. Oh, dear me. <laughs> Let's head off to China. And our thanks go to the Zhu Ji Daily. They talk about a 40-year-old man who went out uh, on a drinking binge. and he Is this one of our holidays? Uh, yes, it sounds like it. Except that 40 is wishful thinking, isn't it? He downed 10 bottles of beer, which, I don't know, I, th- I suppose when you're younger is an okay amount, but maybe when you're a bit older, it's harder to take, and I don't know. So he fell asleep uh, afterwards, as would one would do, and he slept for 18 hours solid off the back of this, during which time his bladder exploded. Oh, it ruptured in three different places, and it took uh, Herculean efforts of doctors to put him back together again. Let's see if I can beat that. Go on. For disgustingness. And strangely, I can, and I'm also in China, This is the story of a man who nearly died after inserting a live eel to cure his constipation. He took a 15-inch long eel, removed the eel's innards, and inserted it into his anus to try and cure his constipation. It turned out that the method wasn't a winner because the eel was still alive, and it tore a hole through his bowels, leaving him close to death. Doctors at Dongguan Huangjiang Hospital in Guangdong in China said the man is still critically ill. Oh dear. Do you know what? This has been a really, really long section. I think it was elongated. Oh, God. Elon Musk-gated. If you'd like to advertise on the Almost 30 Minute Quiz Show, please email us at almost30quiz at gmail.com. That's almost30quiz, spelling 30, T-H-I-R-T-Y, quiz at gmail.com. Great introductory rates are available now. Question number three. Which food-related museum is located in Port Talbot in Wales? We mean Welsh Wales as opposed to Wales with blubber. Uh, There's actually a place in South Yorkshire called Wales. A museum of leeks. No. Because they eat leeks. Oh, I thought you meant the roof wasn't. No. Ah, yes. <sighs> Give me a clue. It comes in a tin. Sausages. Really? You get your sausages in a tin? Oh. <laughs> Vegetarian, I don't know, I just assume. Uh, yeah, it's not real meat, is There it? used to be sausages in a tin. True, but no. Okay, go on. 
What is the number one big seller in a tin around the world? Well, certainly in the UK. Tomato soup. It does contain tomato. tomato it makes you very farty. Oh, beans. Yes. Oh, baked beans. The Baked Bean Museum of Excellence. Th- that's ridiculous. There can only possibly be one exhibit, which would be a can of Heinz beans. You would think, but apparently it is a private museum with hundreds and hundreds of different tins of beans. We've been to some pretty weird museums. Yes, while we're talking travel, one of the things we love to do is go to strange museums around the world. Um, Among them? The, the odd proper museum, but generally these are the sort of museums that we're the only people in them. So we've been to the Toilet Museum in Kiev. Kiev yes, we did. We, we, we missed out on one. We were going to go to the Museum of Unnecessary Things in Kiev. Right, but that's actually not... It's not as fun as it sounds. It was a collection of things from one of the leaders. It was the president's house. Yeah. It was just full of... Yeah. Ex- but there was a museum by... The, there was like the Museum of Discarded Things or something, which was like right. a junkyard. We've been to the Museum of... What was it? Dirt and Soap? The museum of Dirt and Soap in Bidgoz. In Poland. In Poland. Right. We, I, I seem to remember... I ended up sitting in a bath and you sat on a toilet. I did. I did. And then we made soap. Yes. In Poland. Yes. Anyway. Keep, keep going. We went to... It wasn't that we, we didn't go to the Croissant Museum. It was closed. Oh, that's right. We, gingerbread. Gingerbread Museum. Gingerbread Museum was fun. We made in gingerbread. In And then we went to the Solidarity Museum, which was a proper museum. In Gdansk. In Gdansk. Also Poland. Yeah. And then we've been to a proper museum as well. A gallery. What, well, the Uffizi? The Uffizi. In Firenze. Yeah. And then you disappeared to look at King David's Willy. Yes, and you or disappeared. Was it Moses' Willy? Uh, it's David. It's David. David's Willy. David's Willy. David looked at David's Willy. And you went to. I went off on a bridge somewhere which has some shops to buy some tourist tat. The. Um, Ponte Vecchio. Ponte Vecchio. Oh, yes. you do sound smart. Thank you. Very fancy. It's gorgeous. I just want you to know that we recorded this before. I forgot to put my mic on and we didn't know the name of that and we looked it up. But now David sounds very smart. Yes. So. This brings us to our listicle. Indeed. Uh, and our number one on our list this week is the Beijing Tap Water Museum. Number two on our list is the Dog Collar Museum, which is at Leeds Castle in England. Is it dog collars as in woof woof or dog collars as in our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy well, name? let me tell you, the Dog Collar Museum has a collection of over a hundred unique antique dog collars so so it could still be it's like from the 15th and 16th century sporting a strip of spikes around <laughs> the neck to protect it against attacking beasts i think there are many priests and vicars who probably secretly have it's the choir boys that need to wear the collars <laughs> with the spikes on uh, be careful we'll get into a lot of trouble sorry vicar. Uh. <laughs> more tea you'll go next on the list and this is one for you literally Mark, dick the iceland phallological museum Sounds like a load of old cock, that. The Celebrity Lingerie Hall of Fame in Hollywood. The Mama Fuck You Ando Instant Raymond Museum. Yeah, and on the previous recording, we didn't get that right the first time either, did we? Say it again. The Mama Fuck You Ando Instant Raymond or Ramen Museum ramen. in Japan. You'd like ramen, it's nice. I don't, I've never tried it. It's soup with noodles and meat Oh, and do you know what? Then I've probably, salad. I've probably done it. I was in Kyoto and I had vegetarian massive the terrine but Mm -hmm. it was still hot like it was still bubbling and inside it were thick pieces of pasta really long thick pasta yeah foot long noodles and 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 um soupy stuff and vegetables and you just sort of slurped you you eat it partly with a spoon and partly with chopsticks i don't know we just all sort of slurped 
But yeah, oh, I went, I went to something very similar in Singapore, but you actually cooked your food in a pan in the middle. You put the soup in and then you just kept adding things and cooked it and took it out while you were doing it. Enough about the ramen. The Clown Hall of Fame and Research Center in the United States. It contains scrapbooks of legendary circus clowns. I think all of the remaining ones are based in the United States, okay. uh, including in Wisconsin, the National Mustard Museum. Bet that's mustard. One that you particularly want to go to is the Our Lady of Mount Carmel Monastery, two hours south of Detroit, uh, in Munster, Indiana. It has a black-lit display for worship called the Ultraviolet Apocalypse. Can I tell you about it? Oh, please. Jesus raises the dead in groovy black light colours. Sounds cool. Absolutely. Not neon. No, because that, that would be Vegas. I'm off to Vegas now. You carry on. And penultimately, or second to last, as if you're American, uh, Barney Smith's Toilet Seat Art Museum. And finally, drum roll. In Las Vegas, the International Banana Museum. I bet that's appealing. It's a great place to go, bananas. G'day, mates. It's not just you boys that enjoy opening a tinny on the veranda after a hard day slog. My idea of a good night is an icy can or three and the good company of Mark and David as they present the almost 30-minute quiz show. I piss myself laughing all night. Or is that the beer? Subscribe now. Welcome back. Question number four, Mark. Who sang Small Town Boy? You know, I answered this like two minutes ago, oh. but this was your turn not to switch on your mic. <laughs> that will teach you to laugh at me. Podcast of disasters, yes. Who sang small town... We're going to be here all night. Who, Who sang, sang small, small town, town boy? boy? I'm not going to waste time. Uh, uh, Bronsky Beat. Correct. What was his name? Jimmy Somerville. Well done. And he went from Bronsky Beat and then went to sing with the Communards. The Communards, that's right. With the vicar. Well, he wasn't a vicar at the time. But what do you mean he wasn't a vicar at the time? Uh, he was like a pop star, singy type person. But and he was wearing a vicar. Richard thing. Coles, or the Reverend Richard Coles, as right. he's known now, and appears on things like Thought for the Day with his spiky dog collar and leather chaps. So he was dressed up as a vicar and wasn't a vicar? No, he wasn't dressed up as a vicar. He just is now a vicar, but at the time he was in the Communards I'm playing very piano. confused. Oh, there you go. And Jimmy Somerville had a very high voice. Why are we talking about small towns? Because this is our review section, and you brought an excellent book for us to review. It's called The Shit Towns of New Zealand. Yeah, and why did you buy The Shit Towns of New Zealand? Because it was the cheapest book I could afford that was most recently published about the love of my life, which is New Zealand. Why do you love New Zealand? Because it's far from everywhere. I don't want to be near people. I hate people. Are you going to take me with, or is this the end of us? We can do it. We could, or we could have a valley each. We could do it on Zoom. Yeah, we could do that. No, I, you know what? I'd love to come to you. Oh, my uncle lives in New Zealand. Where? Wellington. Oh, he ran away as well. He, he'd had enough of people and, and the police, I believe, oh. um, and decided to run to New Zealand uh, and did very well for himself. And I have a cousin. Who lives? In New Zealand. Oh, so you just standing because you had a cousin. Well, I've got two, but one lives in Australia because he thought New Zealand was too shit <laughs> and went to, went to go to Perth. And ironically, he's a policeman. Which is a lovely segue. Did he arrest his uncle? I, I'm not saying anything went on. I just He just wanted to get away, my uncle. Sorry, you're, uncle. You're not getting into it? No. Okay, but the son was a policeman? Yes. I have another relative who, who had some legal troubles, and his son's a lawyer. <laughs> he, he went a different way, but... 
let's have a look at one of the intro pages into this book, which again is called The Shit Towns of New Zealand. It basically lists every town in New Zealand. Uh, but And then shit's all over it. On page what 12... What are the reviews like of that book? Oh, so on the front cover, uh, the MP for Rotorua, Todd McClay, calls the book offensive. I so like it. let's have a quick look at eight signs that you live in a shit town, which is one of the opening pages in the book. Number one, the visitor centre is listed in the top ten things to do on TripAdvisor. Number two, the most famous person to come from your town is an animal. Number three, your PE teacher... Will you shut up? <laughs> Number three, your PE teacher was also your maths teacher and geography teacher. Number four, you still have a video store. Number five, your water is contaminated with faecal matter, but you are more worried about the government using fluoride to control your thoughts. Number six, the only tourists your town gets are because of an error in Google Maps. Number seven, people talk about things that happened in high school like they were yesterday, even though you are now 48. Sounds like me, actually. <laughs> Finally, number eight, you would happily queue for three days for the opening of a Kmart. You can listen to the almost 30-minute quiz show on Stitcher, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all great podcast providers. Subscribe now and write us a lovely review. Question number five. But first, I need to start with an apology. That, that scream at the neighbor was because we, we record in the garden at the moment for social distancing purposes. So we are subject to a bit of noise from next door. And um, I, I shouted at the neighbor. And I really apologise, and I genuinely mean it. I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> what? Shut up. Question anyway. number five. Question number five. Which famous footballer promoted impotence awareness in 2002? Did he play for Tottenham? No. What's Tottenham? But he had excellent ball control. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, Now, the reason I was mentioning Tottenham, what's their... Nothing to do with cocks. They're the cockerels, no. yeah. I don't know. No clue. Probably the most famous footballer ever. Pele. Correct. Oh, why did he do that? Just Because Pfizer paid him a load of money to, <laughs> to do that. It was this dreadful advert with him going, if you are having trouble with... Shall I tell you what I'm talking Shall about? Floppy the, let's do the and finally. And finally. Thank Christ. A new story from the Daily Mail. COVID-19 can cause priapism. A French man, 62, suffered a four-hour erection after coronavirus triggered blood clots in his penis. Ow identified 60 i'm sure somebody identified him he didn't just turn up with a big 62 year old man from france suffered the painful condition while receiving care in a hospital for a severe bout of coronavirus his erection was caused by trapped blood in the penis which was found to be full of blood clots when it was drained by the medics oh. blood clotting or thrombosis has been reported as a dangerous complication for yep. coronavirus etc etc oh poor guy yeah oh, i hope on. he was wearing his mask why? Otherwise, he'd receive a stiff fine from the hospital. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye.